Well, welcome to the Obstacle Races New Zealand podcast. Um, it's Stephen and Max here. And on today's episode, we interview uh, Kim and Andrew from the organisers of the Alpha Challenge, um, an upcoming race on the 11th of December down in Wanaka. Yep, uh, the Alpha Challenge has got a six kilometre, a 12 kilometre, a four hour teams relay, a kids race and an adaptive race. Uh, so it looks like it's set to be a, a really good weekend. Um, they were certainly interesting to talk to. Yeah, sounds sounds like they're really onto it in terms of um, you know knowing about obstacle racing and uh, quite passionate about their event. And it's only the second year they've held the event, um, but it already sounds like it's got some positive uh, feedback on it and. A lot of thought into it and yeah we try and ask them a little bit about what to expect and they weren't um weren't trying to give away too much in terms of uh like what obstacles there would be and anything like that um but yeah they have some really really good things to talk about and i'm definitely excited for it yes and hopefully auckland will be out of lockdown and we can can venture down there as well and the rest of the country doesn't isn't in lockdown so yeah yeah we'll see it's so many changes at the moment with COVID announcements and mm. Yeah, by the time December rolls around, could be in different landscape again. So fingers yes. crossed. But looking at the photos uh, on their webpage from their 2020 um, version, it certainly looks it's a spectacular piece of countryside down it, down in Wanaka. Um, it's got all the uh, usual obstacles, but he did did say that there's going to be some things that we. New Zealand hasn't seen before, which uh, wouldn't say what they were, so he was keeping it close to his chest. Mm. Yeah, sounds exciting. Uh, mm. Lots going on, yeah, with the, the competitive race and the Open and the, the World Championship qualifier now, and I've got that four-hour team regularly and the kids and the adaptive. There's, there's so many different uh, aspects to the race, different um, groups. It's going to be fun, yeah. It's looking yeah. like it's shaping up to be an awesome event. Yes, yes. Certainly, certainly, um, they certainly speak, uh, talk highly of it, and a few people we've, other people we've spoken to that have been lucky enough to get down to that part of the world last year, or in, yeah, last year it was, yeah, for the mm. first one. Um, I think it was well done. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so you're still in lockdown in Auckland. Um, but how yes. has your training been? Have you managed to get out and go for some runs? Ah, uh, I did. I, um, had a long run yesterday. I was supposed to be um, away this weekend at, um, doing a, a race um, down in the Waikato, but because we're locked away, um, it, uh, it was put off uh, the um, Prongarori Trail Run mm. uh, through uh, a beautiful part of the country down out of Waikato. So, I think I saw that on your Strava. So you did something instead, right? It was a long, quite a long run. Yes. So uh, the Munter is what I signed up for, and the Munter was uh, 36 kilometres, 32 kilometres. Oh. <laughs> so I decided to run around seven volcanoes here in Auckland. So I did 36 um, kilometre run around. Uh, because I uh, I didn't get the altitude that I would have been getting down there. The uh, the Munter is 36.4 kilometres and it's 2,150 metres of vertical. Oh. 
only got a thousand. Trying to get that much in Auckland, um, as most people living in Auckland would know, is a lot of running up and down one or two hills because there's not that many big ones. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, no, I've uh, been doing very little. Back to boot camp in Ellis Leader, Maine, um, a couple of days a week. But uh, with most of the events that I've signed up for this year being cancelled, I'm uh, struggling to, to stay motivated. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, yeah, I've been uh, into the, I guess, same like you, events cancelled. I talked about it last uh, episode in the intro. I was going to do um, event promotions, Tough Guy and Gal, but they cancelled that. Um, but in the place, I think they've cancelled some of their other events too. So in the place of their cancelled events, they've put out a virtual challenge uh, called the Delta Challenge, um, and people can sign up, and they there's a 42k option or a 100k option, and it runs for two weeks, um, so it's on, it's been one week already, and you have to accumulate, you know, 42k or 100k over the two weeks, and you can either run, bike, or swim, or walk it, or um, anything you want, really. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I signed up to the 42k option, so I've been doing that over this long weekend um that's been quite fun i haven't done anything near as long as what you did <laughs> like i think I, I went for a 5k run one day and then a 10k the 10k is pretty long for me <laughs> and then this morning i um went down to the gym actually and did a run at the gym so i i'd used the gym and run around the block so i, I did five pull-ups ran around the block and the block was about 1.2k um just over a k so I did that five times, um, pull-ups, run around the block, so worked out to 6K in total. Um, okay. that, that was quite fun, actually. Um, yeah, so I'm halfway through. I'm up to 40, no, sorry, uh, 22, 20-something 20 K, halfway yep. through already. Um, but yeah, it's, it's my running, and yeah, just been doing a bit more gym workouts recently. Yeah, I see you uh, were at CrossFit the other day. I seen Strava, you come up, you've been CrossFitting. Yeah, I've been liking that, getting back into that. Mm. I've been keeping the weights quite low. Yeah. Trying to did a um am rep the other day, so as many rounds as possible it's short for. Um but something like that I've been trying to work on still obstacle racing fitness. So I've been trying to keep the weights on my barbell lower than most of the other guys are doing in there. But I'm just trying to move more, you know, try to complete more reps and more rounds and keep the cardio up and and I think I'm liking that. I think I'm gonna keep doing crossfit that way like not yep. not try and push the weights really really high um, right. and still get fitter for racing mm. which yeah. hopefully will be back on the cards well on the 11th of december yes but uh one other piece of news we heard during the week is spartan has picked a new spot for the auckland event next year barry curtis park um out Oh, I would have said Flatbush. I'm not really sure. I suppose it's Flatbush Botany area. Papatoitoi. No, it'd be Flatbush, I'd say. So um, for those people not in Auckland, uh, I believe it has had a type of obstacle course race there. The O-Rocks run, run one there once before. Yeah, because they mentioned in their announcement they put out that it's hosted previous OCR events. Hmm. Uh, so I think it's the O-Rock. And o I, I tried Googling it, actually. Barry yeah. Curtis Park obstacle race. I came up with O-Rock, and it did come up with another race I'd never heard of. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that was fascinating. came up with the amazing obstacle race. 
So apparently that was held there in 2020. Yeah? Um, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's held by CLM Events. They also do the Building Champions series. Um, uh, did it actually happen? Because um, I, don't I don't know about that one. I did sign up for one of their events, which was going to be um, at... Uh, where the hell was that? I forget that it was, and that was cancelled. Uh, mm, they had an adults race, yes. Yeah, they had an adults one, yep. So, yeah. So I, wonder yeah, if I don't know if this one went ahead, but um, it looks like a fun sort of fun run, um, nothing too serious. And mm. Well, me and my wife and the dog went for a drive out to Barry Curtis today to have a look, and we were going to report on it, but it was such a miserable day. Uh, we didn't get very far around, so I will have to go for a run out there and get a bit better look at it but it does certainly look like a nice park um but it'll be a little bit like uh, ellerslie i'd say looking at how mushy and um grimy the uh, sorry the muddy the uh, grass was um and at first like uh, i was thought it wouldn't be it was going to be a very smallish park it uh, would struggle to get 5k's but i do believe looking on uh, google earth that there is a uh tunnel under Albinson Road, Road, which gives you another big heap of ground on the other side to the uh, west. Um, so I, I'm presuming that they will have it at the cricket grounds, um, but it may be somewhere different. I would have thought the cricket grounds would be the best place for the beginning, but uh, you never know. Yes, I've only looked online with the photos being based in Wellington. <laughs> Uh, but it looks good. It looks uh, huge. It looks similar to Ellerslie as well, in that it's quite flat and open, lots and lots of grass. Um, there's no big elevation gains, right? There's no hills there. Yeah. You would, I, I honestly believe, from one end of the park to the other, you'd be battling to get 50 metres. So there's going to be, there's no, nothing. Oh, sorry, nothing real big that I can see. It's uh, oh, it's a lot larger than that, isn't it? Because I, I heard there was no, a, no, 50 metres in elevation. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I was like, this sounds like a sports field. <laughs> okay, no, no, yes, yeah, no, no, so no elevation. We, we were parked on Chapel Road, um, and there is it is a slight rise, but I there yeah, it wouldn't be huge. It's not a huge. It's I don't think it'd even be as big as the one they had at uh, Ellerslie. It could it looks could be deceiving from the car park off Chapel Road. Um, car parking could be a bit of a problem. Um, Either that pack would save and New World will get very pissed off with everyone filling their car parks up, just depending on where they have the the um, <clears throat> where they ha have the uh, festival area, I suppose. Yeah. Is there multiple car parks? There might be multiple entries to the park. Oh, there's several entries, but um, around the eastern park it's all private house well, a lot of chapel roads a fairly busy road and then it's all houses all the west around it so there's no actual road right onto the edge and there's just pathways so uh, oh. i think once it gets, gets a bit closer and we have a bit better idea of where the festival area is going to be i think that'll make um, it'll be a bit easier to, to do a bit of scoping on what they plan on doing Okay. The other good thing is that there is a creek that uh, had a reasonable amount of water in today, and they've got two small lake-type things. It'd be interesting to see whether they can are allowed to use those in the race. That would be awesome, because that was something that was missing from Ellerslie. Yeah. Um, terrain challenges. You know, Ellerslie was just 
open really really fast race lots of fast yes. running and yeah it looks like this is mostly going to be the same but maybe some more opportunities to bring in your know, water water terrain water hazards like you were saying yes no that would be good if we could uh, could get something like that happening hmm well i think a good thing is that they are you know last time in ellerslie they just had the sprint but this time they're going to have the sprint and the super um so fitting a super at 10k into Ellerslie would have been a stretch because from memory they you went around the whole thing during a 5k sprint yep yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Ellerslie a, a 10k super would have been kind of lame um so hopefully Barry Curtis Park's going to be a lot better venue for a yes. 10k super yeah, yeah um, I, know. I think they they should be able to um I'm just trying to work out if I can measure it on measure it here it's interesting that it is pretty much similar in terms of what it offers for for racing on the competitive end. It might be the same sort of athletes who won Ellerslie who are going to win this Barry Curtis Park race, just in it's the same it's really flat, really fast sort of race. Um, and Ellerslie was quite muddy. I think they didn't plan for that, but the grass and then thousands of people on the grass and some water just turned into a mud run. Um, I think this, from what you were telling me, may may end up the same. Just this may end up the same, but they do have some decent concrete uh, concrete walkways too. So uh, if they can, if they're allowed to use a few a bit of that, uh, it certainly will help. I think. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. And I mean, one thing that'll be quite fascinating though is that I don't know if the, the Spartan Australia staff would have even seen the venue because um, they. Yeah, I don't know if they would have made it over since the change of venue announcement. Like they may have just been communicating with the um, the event, uh, sorry, the venue owners online. Yeah, online. Photos, videos and um, it's be interesting to see how they hold it and how they... It'd be interesting to see why they pick there. Because um, not far south, three, five Ks at the max. Tote, there's Totra Park, it's a mountain bike. Um, farmland um exterior have a race there that is that would be really good and like i've I done the uh, 19 and a half k um run at totra park and very there was only a very small section that you ran over twice um uh, that would have been a, a real good place for it i don't know why or what's involved with them getting involved there that would have been a good place but anyway they've picked oh. barry curtis so yeah, but one one thing with Barry Curtis too is that the the New Zealand Spartan Trail race, um, this announcement to the venue change to Barry Curtis, they didn't announce the trail race as being held there, um, which they can't. Barry Curtis isn't a trail location, same as Ellerslie. Um, yep. but, but what you just mentioned there might be interesting. Maybe they there is potential for them to hold the Spartan at Barry Curtis and then the trail race at. Uh, was it Totoro Park? Totoro Park, yeah. Yeah, that may be fascinating if they can, you know, get usage of that, negotiate that with the owners. Because um, then you can have the, the trail and the, the Spartan nearby. Um, but why they don't just move Spartan to, you know, the off-road trail terrain is interesting. New Zealand yeah. has so much of it. It's oh. a bit of a shame to hold a Spartan in New Zealand on a, on a field. Mm. It certainly is. No, I can't get the measure a bit thing here on my computer to work so i can't measure that no worries from what i've heard it's it's huge it's a huge park there's 
no shortage of space for Spartan there. It's 1.5 kilometres long. Um, so what is what's, what are you measuring, sorry? Um, the Barry Curtis. So that's the total distance of it. And it is nearly 800 metres wide. That's the park. It's that's the Barry Curtis Park. That's in a dead straight line. So, oh, it sounds quite short, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's... And that... The length is the longest. That's going, providing they can go under the under the road, which if they can't, only gives them 760 metres by 800 metres. Uh, if, if they get to use the whole park, this is from one road to the next, it's 1.6 kilometres. Isn't it a massive park? Because, like, isn't there a, there's a park run course which is signposted there, from what I've heard. Oh, probably is. Yeah, that's just a, a, that's just the straight down the edge of the road. So when you look at the, actually, I know what might give me a better idea. Uh, oh, I shall just have a look on Strava. There's probably hundreds of people. We did in my research. I saw uh, last week. I did look it up. Um, so it says here, uh, ninety-four hectares. Okay. Park. So what what is Barrick ninety four hectares? Who's a farmer? Zero point nine four square kilometers. I don't know how to yeah. do that. It doesn't sound right. Ninety four is not that. Sorry, ninety four hectares or um, acres? Did you say ninety four hectares? Is that not that large? Uh, yeah, well, it's still decent. Uh, I guess we should have done our calculations before the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Work it out. This is Barry Curtis Park and Strava. So, where's the Barry Curtis Park Park Run? Four point nine nine kilometres. Okay, but is that is that most of the park? It's not as no, that I was is, thinking. Looking at this, it looks as if it is two laps of the same course. It is, yeah. So you're doing a two and a half k's. You just it's a two and a half k loop. Okay, so we are looking at a lot smaller area than I actually thought it was. And that, that they haven't gone across the road. That just okay. stays on the eastern side. So, uh, so, so yeah. maybe yeah, we should do our research. See how big this place actually is. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, from what I heard, I think it was a lot larger. I was thinking if you got a 5k course signposted there that it was a, you know, like a discontinuous loop, and then you had more land beyond the 5k. So you can well, easily. Um, but maybe even to fit a 5k or a 10k in is going to be tight. I will endeavour to get out there before we do our next podcast, weather permitting, and um, get a bit more information so we can talk with a bit more authority next time. Yeah, it'd be fascinating. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll let everyone know on the next episode. All right, shall we get to this Alpha Challenge podcast? Um, they don't need to hear us waffling on. There's, these two are really good to listen to and uh, both about themselves and the Alpha Challenge and where it's come from. Awesome. Let's do it. Hey, well, welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, it's good to have you on. So, yeah, if you want to just briefly introduce yourselves. Uh, my name is Andrew. Been living, lucky enough to live in New Zealand for 
just over 10 years now from Wales originally. So you'll have to excuse the slur every now and again, a bit of the motherland tongue sneaks out. And um, we're just living the dream here, having good times and trying to spread the good word of obstacle course racing. Um, I'm Kim um, from Auckland originally and uh, yeah, living in Wanaka now. Um, yeah, so we own a gym down in Wanaka um, and also uh, do the obstacle uh, course race uh, Alpha Challenge that we started last year. Um, and run tours to Spartan internationally, so which is obviously on hold at the moment. Um, yeah, so that's sort of a bit about us and what we do. Hmm. So how's it all going with COVID down there at the moment? Is that affecting the gym business? And uh, no, the gym's not too bad. Um, we've got, we're really lucky. We've got a really great um, local client base. Um, so the hardest part is actually probably dealing with the ups and downs that people are facing and feeling quite helpless to be able to help at all. Um, thankfully, with a, living in a tourist destination, um, seeing the flow-on effects is, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. But um, we just try and keep a good positive outlook with things and have a bit of fun and do what we can to lighten people's day. Um, yeah. So your gym would be back to just running as normal as normal as you can in the COVID era, I suppose. Yeah, we're at a limited number. We've lost okay. you. Sorry, your internet froze or someone's froze. Um, yeah, just to go, we're just running at, at limited numbers. Um, yeah, which I mean, it's, it's not too bad given um, what Auckland gyms are going through. So we, um, yeah, we don't uh, want too much given um, the freedoms that we do have. Yeah, we can still, we've got plenty of space outside area. We can still get out on the trails, out on the mountain bikes, all that sort of stuff. So in the grand scheme of things, our new normal is actually pretty good and definitely something we don't take for granted mm. when we get out to move around and have some fun. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to give us a bit of a background on Alpha Challenge before we quiz you on Spartan yeah. and where you've been? Absolutely. Um, it actually came about we had um, – we run a couple of tours to Gold Coast and then we went to Spartan in Hawaii a couple of years ago. So this was all pre-COVID um, and had a tour planned to go to the Sunshine Coast just before uh, COVID hit the first time. Um, so I had a bunch of very disappointed people who were very much looking forward to getting out and adventuring and a whole lot of newbies that we wanted to actually share, you know, our passion and joy for the sport. Um, so we thought, oh, look, stuff it. We'll, we'll do one of our own. Um, and that was pretty much how it came about was, um, you know, we had a, a friend has a, an amazing piece of land in Monica um, and his sons and my son's rugby team and Andrew got talking to him. And then next thing you know, it's gone from a little run around with our group to a full blown event. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was the start of it um, last year. So we had our first event last year in December and, um, yeah, just had an absolutely spectacular day. So, um you know, really happy with the results and um, just the the vibe of it. It was, um, you know, really, really successful. So I never intended on ever running an event like this, but, um, yeah, amazing what you do when you, um, yeah, when things get thrown in the air and you have to kind of recover and work out what to do. Mm. So you, you've got two different lengths, 6 and 12K? Yeah, that's right. How many obstacles? Ooh, <laughs> I'm actually sat looking at the course plan at the moment, actually. So 
about 20, depending on what your definition of an obstacle is. We don't count um, natural banks and things like that as obstacles. So our obstacles are all sort of created or shaped or actually turned into an obstacle. And so 6K will be 20 to 24, there or thereabouts. And then the 12K distance will be two laps of that. So it's going to be a really good obstacle heavy hit out, which will be quite good fun. And we make use of lots of the, the farm is amazing. It's such awesome terrain. We've got forest, hills, banks, um, a, you know, a pond that we might make use of. I'm not disclosing too many details about the course because I like that surprise element when people arrive. And um, it should be a really good fun day out. I think everybody's going to enjoy. We've got a heap of great sponsors on board this year. And, you know, the obstacles have just taken a step up from last year in a few different areas as far as having more and bigger obstacles, as well as a couple that have a little bit more of a technical element to them. I'm, uh, I just brought your website up. I'm trying to find. So where about Tarawanic, is it? Dublin Bay. So a quick 10-minute drive as if you're heading to Lake Hawaii. There's a oh, left yeah. turn and you head down towards Dublin Bay there. It's a wonderful, uh, they've got a wedding platform there as well, and that's our finish area. So it's really a Hollywood spot. It's elevated. It overlooks the lake. We use, make use of the undulating terrain around the farm and the landowner's awesome and he's just keen to get on board and good to go. So we're really excited about it's what pretty, we can do this year. Pretty much as nuts as Andrew is. So I, <laughs> I send them out to um, catch up and they come back with some ideas that I, you know, being a health and safety boring person, um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had some few discussions, but um, it's amazing the creativity of, um, yeah, that comes out of, out of the conversations. What year is the event? Is this the second time it's been run? Yes. This will be our second year, yeah. Okay. That sounds really awesome. Because uh, my, my introduction to the Alpha Challenge was after your first event, I got a message on Facebook from, um, oh, I can't remember who it was at this point. <laughs> but one, one of the OCR people I follow, like somewhere else in the country, sent me a message saying, um, hey, check out this event. This this event's awesome. Like he just, just did it. Um, and he highly recommended it, told me to keep oh, an eye cool. on it. Um, that's great to get that feedback yeah <laughs> so it's cool there's some positive uh like word of mouth spreading about it yeah it was a super yeah. fun day i mean it, admittedly we had to put it together very very quickly and we were just really fortunate to have some awesome people you know the great things about what make the sport great good people good attitudes mm -hmm. people have jumped on board and we're just trying to spread the word far and wide this year to get as many people involved as we can i mean yesterday i was actually out uh, purchasing some scaffolding to build one of the rigs and a fellow walked past me in the high vis and he was like, oh, what are you building? And I said, monkey bars for our event. And he went, oh, is that the Alpha Challenge? I was there last year. And this was at an industrial estate and there was only three of us then. He walked past and this was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this year. Can't wait. You you know, I can't wait to see what you build and what you do. So real positive stuff mm -hmm. that people just loved and really enjoyed it. Yeah, speaking of the, the rigs and the obstacles, <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you about, so you guys have, this year it's become a OCR World Championship qualifier event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, looking up the way, so the criteria you guys have, you got an interesting one in that to qualify for the uh, the pro division, I guess, for the World Championships, it's the top two males and females in the competitive. Yeah. Um, which sounds pretty standard for races, you know, it's the, the top of the, the elite races. Um, but then for the age group at the world championships you guys have the criteria of anyone who completes 100 percent of the obstacles in the open um that's fascinating like how did how did that come about and how did 
Did you guys choose to do that? It was actually the recommendation of um, OCR World Champs. Um, so they kind of drove a lot of the um, criteria for us, um, which is great because we want to, I mean, our main thing when our discussions with them is that we don't want to put people in, like we want, obviously want people to qualify and do amazingly well, but we equally don't want to put them in a position where it's not, you know, they go and have a bad experience at OCR World Champs, for example, because it's not quite um, at the same level. Um, so they were really good with assisting us with that. And they, we talked through the obstacles that we had. Um, yeah, and they and so, yeah, they just provided direction on what, what we should do and or what they would like us to do. And we just rolled with it and um, taken that on board. Yeah, ooh, it's going to be fascinating. Um, how hard is it going to be to complete 100%? Oh, we do. We do probably have a little bit of leeway. She said, "If you've got an obstacle that everyone fails, because Andrew's saying I've got some nasty stuff for these elite people." <laughs> so, um, if we've got one that everyone fails, there there, there may be some leeway on the hundred percent, um, which we'll discuss with her afterwards. Because um, we don't want to make it too easy. So, one of the guys actually um, really um, is in a. God, who was it? Um, Oh, I can't remember now, but he came up to me afterwards and um, was talking about, you know, he really suggestions for making it heaps harder this year. Um, so we took that on board. <laughs> and um, so we have made um, the competitive side a lot more challenging than um, what the, you know, what the um, competitive was last year. So I think, yeah, the, those crazy guys that run at the top level, um, I think they'll love it. Mm. Yeah, we, def we definitely want to keep that technical element to the, the uh, obstacles as well. You know, you'll, there'll be a few staples there that if you were going to have a guess what three obstacles you'd see on an obstacle course race, you'd probably be right. And definitely one that's going to be a nice, uh, you know, carry a really good technical side of things that if you are practicing your overhead skills and hanging skills, it's going to give you a good, uh, good run for your money. I know I was talking to the guys about it the other day who's going to, they're going to sponsor that obstacle and he said, I'll rephrase it for uh, for the younger listeners. We're going to build you some mad stuff. <laughs> you can shuffle those words around. So that'll be quite good fun and something that we're really looking forward to. Nice. It sounds cool speaking about technical obstacles. Because um, I think that's something New Zealand racers aren't so clued up on, I guess, compared to overseas. Um, yeah. It'd be awesome to see the level of like, yeah, technical obstacles just arrive in New Zealand and um, I, I guess you guys, if your exposure, like you were saying at the start, um, taking tours of people over to international Spartans and so you've seen some of the obstacles over there. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I think it's, I'm looking I forward think to it. It's, also, um, it's making it not scary for people too, because like, I don't care, like when we've gone to Spartan overseas, we've had people from various levels, from beginners right up to those competing. Um, and it's a not fail. There's a don't you don't fail, but you can get better each time. So I think that's what I really like about the sport too. So we're not scared of making something hard because if you give it a go and you can't do it, it's absolutely amazing that you've even given it a go if it's not your hmm. your sport of choice. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's one of the things that we really really want to encourage for within both OCR and within Alpha Challenges. You may not be able to do anything, but that's actually completely okay. Um, you know, and maybe next year you'll come back. So we had, you know, I mean, me personally, I did my first um, Spartan and I couldn't do the rope climb or the monkey bus. I, I pretty much burpeed and ran because my background's running. 
for a very long time. Um, and at the end of it, I was like, I need to do this rope climb. I just cannot <laughs> do another race of having to burpee like that. Um, you know, and you learn the technique and suddenly it's, it's just a walk in the park. Um, and so I think it's nice having different goals. And you know, the next year after that, it was monkey bars. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get these. So I think there's a lot of scope for people to really, um, to not have to be perfect on the first one, but have something to aspire to do. And um, So they yeah. come back several times. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's something that excites me a lot on the coaching side of things as well, because I've completed my SGX level two now. So I'm a fully certified Spartan coach. And one of the things we talk about at the gym a lot uh, is those benchmarks within a race. And like Tim said, you know, it might be as simple as, hey, I want you to try and walk a little bit faster, you know, and hop over that three foot wall. And if you want to have a look at the monkey bars, you know, go and check them out and then we'll aim for those next year. So all those little stepping stones we can put in place along the way in the journey of people's training makes it really exciting for me on the coaching side. And as well as that side for people where they don't have to be running a three minute K, you know, they might walk all the way around. And then get to the rope climb, be like, sweet, I have practiced this, I am ready, and take that victory away from it. And you know, you put your finishers medal on or your shirt or whatever it is, and you've taken that victory from the course and go, Man, that was awesome. I earned that. That was cool. And that's one of the things that really excites me from a coaching standpoint as well. It's just breaking it down into those little micro steps that people can work towards and train. And even the characteristics of fitness within that, you know, you've got your strength side mobility stability sort of athletic movements there's lots of different ways we can um travel on that journey that pathway to becoming a uh, you know a, an improved ocr athlete yeah i think you guys have absolutely nailed like a point i was trying to communicate a few months back um about about having you know many challenge points within a race like there's different obstacles and uh even if you can't do them all you know it provides different goals. Um, talking to the ultimate athlete uh, organizers a few months back, I was they, they were concerned about having um, a high pass rate on all the obstacles. So I was trying to tell them, no, you want, don't worry if there's going to be a high failure rate on some of them. Um, yes. And you may even want to purposely put some in there that is a big failure rate. Um, because that does, you know, incentivize people. It's not like an, an OCR is different than a yeah road race or a, like you know yeah. you come oh, back and you want to do a longer distance or get faster um but no cr you have that as well but you can also have goals within that like oh i want to come back and i want to do the monkey bars this time and i i want to complete this obstacle this time and there's different challenges yeah it's fascinating to hear you guys talk about it and break it down so um clearly as well and i think one of the best experiences i had when we were over <laughs> in hawaii we had people across different categories different things and then we know we uh, completed a party lap, which was basically with 24 of us walked around the sprint course, so the five kilometer course, and just hung out together. And then being able to help each other over things, you know, for one of the girls, it was as simple as getting over a wall. And it was, the... it was a big deal, like it was terrifying. Yeah. You know, yeah. so scared of heights, and um, that wall is just horrific. Um, and just you know, seeing your face coming over it, it's, yeah, it's a really cool thing to be part of. Yeah. That's something we love, you know, it's from going hard to crashing obstacles right the way down to, hey, let's, uh, you know, like that's where he said, be bold enough to be brave, be bold, brave enough to try something new and go, all right, cool, you know, I might just have a really great walk with my friends and have a look at the few things that inspire me to get stronger or fitter or faster or just embrace failure in a slightly different way because it's not the end of the world. You know, one of our coaches mm -hmm. says failure is not fatal. So I love I love that side of it. That's the stuff that makes me feel like I'd love to see you on course, whether you're going to walk all the way around, 
taking pictures right the way up to you know hammering the hills and busting through obstacles so if you do fail what is, is there burpees or uh, we had uh, burpees last year but we've um had um had some feedback um that people would like to try different things and we actually got sent one with um because it was moon hoppers one of the guys that we know that does a lot of um racing and it was from a race in um I can't remember what it was hilarious. So. Yeah, and the penalty is they have to go on those old-fashioned moon hopper things, little blow-up things, and bounce around a, an area. And just, <laughs> just <laughs> ridiculous. So, I mean, we might have that because I don't know where you buy, you know, twenty moon hoppers from now. But um, you know, good old back in the eighties. But um, but no, I we're know where you can get things. some. Does <laughs> that the New Zealand race he was in? Look out! Because yeah. <laughs> I was in a, a race last year or the year before and that had a small and it was it didn't look like a very long course but jesus it's, that's hard work yes <laughs> sometimes it's the short ones you gotta look out for yeah, especially if like you're fun. tall trying to get on those little <laughs> things, bounce around and it wasn't a straight track it was a curvy thing and yes yeah, it was uh fun to say the least <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried about cramping up, I think, especially <laughs> if you're running hard, getting those knees bent and the hamstrings firing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there will be um, obstacles that will then carry a penalty. Yep. So we might use burpees. It might be a penalty lap, a sandbag carry, a crawl, a tire drag, just especially for those guys that want to go hard. And sort of I take the stance that if you don't have <clears throat> the technical capability and somebody next to you does, you know, it kind of needs to be like, okay, I'm not just going to nail 30 burpees, for example, because people, I can't knock them out quick, but, uh, you know, people can knock them out incredibly quick and sort of catch up. So we do want to keep that level playing field where for me and the competitive side of things, technical capabilities, you know, technical proficiencies are rewarded. So I think that's really cool. And talking to a few friends that went to world champs, that was really awesome. I mean, one of the guys was telling me, I think he was 20 set. No, he was 70th or well over the top 50. And came to a particularly difficult rig and nailed it and went from 70th to 24th or something like that in his age category and that made me go okay that's cool i really respect that and as well as having multiple goes at things so it took i think it was his second go he got it and it was a low rig that was very very tricky and he wasn't allowed to touch the floor so he missed it the first time went around for a second attempt nailed it and shot up the leaderboard and i thought that was a really cool way to do it where it's not about being a blisteringly fast runner entirely or being really good at smashing out sets of 30 burpees. Yes. As much as we all love burpees, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Max, on Alpha Challenge or should we quiz them on Spartan and their travels? Um, yeah, the competitive race. <clears throat> into that one myself. Come down, run it there. Um, so what, what's... Can we expect in the competitive race is there any other differences from the open uh apply different obstacles yeah so if you did the 12 for example there will be two lanes for each lap so you'll have you know your lane one your lap one side if you were doing the 12 kilometer and then the second time through there'll be some obstacles that will have the lane two side not all of them i wish i had the materials and the capability to do that but uh so on that second lap you'll get some variation in there just so you're not sort of hammering the same things over and over. And obviously like a good competitive race, you want to get that field away early. So they've got a nice clean race course and you can sort of put the hammer down and go for it as hard as you want. 
we got a great crew of marshals as well that have all trained with us and traveled with us and sort of get it. So that'll be really great to have some great people on course that can assist you and, you know, plenty of signage, all that sort of stuff. So you can really see what's coming and get your head around it and know what you have to do to get through it. Okay. So that by two lanes, you mean on the obstacles? So there's yeah. The same obstacle, but two variations on it. Yeah, that's it. Just kind oh. of what Spartan did yes, with, um, Spartan Hawaii did that with the, what do we do there? super and the beast they had different obstacles for at the end for the final rig mm. so we sort of took that kind of or inspiration from how they ran it to um, modify what we were going to do okay are they, are they the same harder or they easier is there any sort of rule for the second time around I was just thinking tactic-wise, if you're running, yeah. <laughs> coming in that first lane, you can see what the second lane involves. Yeah, you definitely can. <laughs> you race your second lap. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Brings in some new, new tactics into it. It's probably similar, I think. Mm. From a safety standpoint for myself, I'd rather people have the more technical side first. And then if we were, you know, if you could sort of scale technicality, I, I don't know, you know how I'd manage to do that, but uh, the more technical <laughs> aspect would be on the first lap when you're a bit fresher. And then the second one, you, know, you might have had a look at to it and gone, oh yeah, okay, cool. I know what's coming up. I'm feeling good about getting through that. Or tactically, right, I know what's coming. I might need to have a breather here because my grip's cooked or my legs are turning into jelly or something along those lines. So definitely opportunities to risk that sort of. But I like that. I like, because I like the mental part of it too, yeah. where you can actually where there is some strategy to it and how when you might burn yourself out or push harder or pull back or um so yeah I, I like that in a race I enjoy that I think um there'll be some cool sections as well I've tried to set it up so on course you can sort of see everything most of the way around and there's a couple of gullies where we'll be able to have a good you know like yourself I love doing that I love running around the corner going oh what's next what can I see over there what's that way am I going to go there next and sort of see four five or six obstacles from one position on the course and be like, oh, sweet, I know what's coming now, or I know that's going to happen, or when I'm heading this way. I love that side of it, so that's really fun. And really exciting if you're, um, one of the areas is a gully that we want to set up as a bit of a gauntlet that make a, <clears throat> okay, I say spectators, but at level two, we'll have to see how that plays out. But, mm. you know, even on course, you can see your friends, you can stand on top where you've got a bit of elevation and see them doing things and just enjoy shouting at each other and having a bit of fun and get some music on up there. It should be a uh, really good, fun environment on course yes i checked out your website earlier today um but you guys had different plans for level one and level two so is that gonna the, the, the event will run differently based on what alert level one occurs in at the time yeah. oh i mean we'd love to be in level one where we can just have everybody in together and you know have a big packed environment but that's just not achievable at level two. So we made the call pretty early in the piece of planning that we wanted to run it at level two. Um, well, obviously level three is completely out, but um, so we have restricted numbers this year in order to be able to do it. So, I mean, hard from a business standpoint, but our goal was is always just to, to get it up and running and we want, we're in it for the long haul um, and just provide a really fun, positive way to end the year on for, for people. Like there's been so many things canceled um, yeah, so we've we've planned it so that we can run at level two and we'll change it slightly so that there are different wave times so that we can stay under the 100 people per wave. Um, mm. So yeah, but our, our, our wish is that we're at level one and everyone is all in there together and um, that would be loads cool. of spectators, but um, 
hope for the best, plan for the worst. <clears throat> but not level three or four. <laughs> That's out. The finish line vibes last year was so cool. We've got a guy DJing for us as an absolute dude. He rocks it. You know, you're on this wedding platform that overlooks the lake. It was quite funny last year. The day before, we had sleet and snow. It was horrendous. <laughs> so <laughs> absolute weather bomb came through. And I was on course trying to finish markings and things. My fingertips went numb. I couldn't get it done. But then Saturday, the weather gods shined. And if you check out the highlight video, which shows sort of the area quite well on the website, you can see that finish line area was 25 degrees. You, you, whatever your refreshment of choices at a finish line was tasting real good at that point. And that was a real highlight of it. Beats mm -hmm. on, good friends. Everybody's just shared the experience. So ideal world. Let's go level one. Let's hang out with that finish line and have a great time in what I think is an absolutely amazing spot in the world. Level two, hey, we still get to race. You can still do yeah. it with your friends, have an have absolutely fun. great time, share that experience and finish the year on something really fun. Positive. And, and positive, yeah. yeah. Hmm. We'll see about Auckland. <clears throat> Stephen, you're oh, stuck in the news. Yeah, fingers crossed for you. There's a contingent coming down from Auckland that did it last year and... Um, they're actually one of the first to sign up, so I'm really hopeful that they come down because they were just an absolute barrel of laughs and yeah, really it's, into it. It's the first weekend of December, isn't it? December uh, yeah, 11, 11, yeah. 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 So, it'll be interesting. Um, yes, yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we haven't booked or done anything because we've got so many things cancelled. I've got blooming six Spartan races around the place. Oh, no, <laughs> We're the same uh, with Spartan. We've got credits all over the shop. Between that and near New Zealand, I think we could go around the world doing uh, <laughs> races. But, um, yeah. It'll be interesting next year, too, because then they'll all start putting them on top of one another. They've already started a couple of things like the Ellerslie. They, uh, now that Spartans moved back to New Zealand, not Ellerslie, the new, uh, what is it? Um, uh, yeah, Park, but, yeah, yeah, I can't get Barry it. Curtis Park, yeah, yeah but... Yeah. Uh, one of the other races I had cancelled this year has already been put onto that weekend. So, oh no! <laughs> and I think that's going to be a lot of that happening. Yeah, I think there will be too. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully yours. We will get to level two by then. Good. Be hmm. we're, we're staying positive. We want to, you know, keep in the oh. fight and stay on the dance floor. And if it doesn't go ahead this year, we've got a couple of contingency dates for next year. And we got a few different formats that we're uh, toying around with that we really want to, like, we think people will love and, you know, scratch one off, move on to the next one. My calendar's yeah. next to me here, and I'm the same. There's a lot of black crosses on certain weekends. It's like, oh, well, we'll keep tracking on. Mm. Well, that sounds very interesting. Let's just hope that uh, the yeah, levels all go back to something decent. Absolutely. Under your level two plans, I saw you spreading the event out across the whole weekend, the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, but I wanted to ask personally, like I'm, because I'm entered in the 12K competitive, but looking at the timetable under level one, if it was just on the Saturday, like I could only run that race. I think it um, there wasn't enough time or something to enter the other distances. Um, but if it was level two and it is spread out, like could I enter the other distances? Or Absolutely. And it's actually probably quite a good point that people would want to do both. So yeah. um yeah, we might take that on board. Yeah, that'd be awesome to do the competitive yeah. just from my own perspective. Do the competitive Saturday, come back Sunday, do the 
the open or whatever was available yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it'd be cool and, you know we want to get people out there on course as much as yeah. uh, as much as they can and it's great because and we love taking on feedback i think that's the um yeah definitely but i mean it was really great to and we asked for it after the last event and it's like look please give us something you know what was your good feedback but please tell us anything like one thing that we could improve on because everyone can improve on something um and it was yeah it was really yeah i mean we got amazing feedback but there were a few things that we didn't even think about and that would be one of them is people running both Spreading so it's really cool to, yeah, to keep getting that stuff back because we can change it um mm. you know we're not a big sort of corporate that are um you know like spartan probably have more limitations far more limitations than we do with how they run things um because of the um you know branding and um franchise you know issues but we're, we're small and we can roll the punches we can roll the punches yeah. yes yeah mm -hmm. yeah spartan does have a whole heaps of rules and regulations i met the ceo mm -hmm. of australia new zealand when he came over here to look at ellersley park to chat to oh. him about and he said then and he has got yeah, yeah. it's not something but they also they've got sponsors that want them to put it on at certain dates too that doesn't yeah. with yeah. other things so yeah. um yeah they've got a whole heap of stuff that they've got to contend with that others don't have to yeah they certainly do except maybe yeah. except maybe that madman that wanted to do a 24-hour enduro this year i was like okay i like your enthusiasm but <laughs> we've got a couple of years before we can build up to a Ultra endurance 24 hour lap race. <laughs> Good you. <laughs> it sounds like, Stephen, you, I know you were just emailing uh, Andrew Robinson. Yes. Was it, it wasn't him who suggested it. <laughs> it wasn't. It might have been him, actually. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I know he entered last year. He came. Yeah, yeah he came along. He was brilliant. He was yeah. good value. Yeah. I think he came. Yeah, we got hold of him. He's going to come on one of our future episodes. <laughs> oh, fantastic! No, he's um he's good to chat to. Okay, sounds like something. He's really here. passionate about the sport too. Like it's um, yeah, and he's a bit crazy, and I, I like it. <laughs> mm. So, with your Spartan, well, first of all, where did you get into obstacle course racing? We probably should have covered this off a bit earlier. How did you get into it? Where Where's that? Do you? That was you. From... I've seen it around and sort of looked at it and thought oh that's really cool you know like tried a bit of triathlon a little bit of multi-sport and sort of enjoy the challenge of new things and i had the hots for for a while and we ended up with a guy on the pro team working for us a bit who was um canadian protein canadian protein and he was just like i can't not, i'm not going to try and do his canadian accent because i won't do it justice but you know talking to him got us uh, even more pumped about it and we teed up the yeah. gold coast I'll say us, I was a hard no on it. I was like, that is ridiculous. I'm because I love running or still love running. Um, and yeah, it, I couldn't do a monkey bar at that point or rope climb, as I mentioned. So I was pretty much a hard no for this whole thing. Um, and then someone mentioned the Gold Coast, and that sort of you know piqued my interest a bit more. So, um, yeah, um, so that was how I got into it, sort of being roped in through Promise of the Beach. Um, <laughs> so. And we um, we had a really special trip, actually. I think it's quite rare these days where you get, what was it? We had 12 of us. 12 Four, of no, us. 14, 14 altogether. And none of us had ever done it before. Oh, so, yeah. we, so we rolled up to the venue and, uh, you know, obviously we'd looked on YouTube and done bits and pieces and we rolled up to the venue as 
just about as green as you can get and uh, got beaten up to put it politely in a really but it was just an absolute blast. We had so yeah. much fun. You know, it was a... Just a good, and a great bunch of people to yeah, do it with great too. Crew. Yeah. That's in the hinterlands out, out the back of the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah, nice was, course. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. It was real Hot good fun. and fun and, yeah, lovely. I really enjoyed it. And that mm. sort of sparked a, a fire within, you know, within us that we thought this is cool. We can see a lot of benefits mm. and training for it and something that people could really get behind and enjoy. So tongue in cheek at the end of that um, sort of I think one of the last days on tour, I sort of I'd looked up where else we could go after this. Um, but I said, oh, so Hawaii, anyone? And it was like a yep, 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 yep. Um, so I said, okay, cool, we're going to Hawaii next. Um, yeah, and then just started planning that. And that tour, we had 30, 30 34, 33, 34 people um, that we took over there from all ages. So um, yeah. And just yeah, and all abilities as well, and it was just so much fun. So I think we like, I like, I love the bit about um, the Spartan, but um, and also what we did do on tour is you come together and you do something together. So like I hadn't been in a team sport since school, um, and I kind of do miss that team element of things when you're just either training at the gym or really running or. Um, and I got to go and do something with a bunch of people that are just good fun and sort of like-minded. Um, you know, and we, everyone pushes hard, but everyone, you know, we tried to create an environment where people would really support each other, regardless of the level that you're at. So, you know, you know, and really celebrate everyone's successes, once again, regardless of what your success is. Um, and it just, it's just been so special and rewarding for us to be part of that journey for people and for ourselves. So really cool, you know, we... Sorry. We did the sorry, we did the Hawaii, you know, which is the Hollywood version. I think the year we did it, twenty eighteen, there was over eight thousand people on course. But then we've gone up to you know why we were a warrior with Greg and his crew and just had an absolute blast up there and just loved everything about it from big and shiny, full noise, you know, thousands of athletes down to the you know Greg's great event that's a little bit more sort of local. I shouldn't say low key, but you know, compared to eight thousand athletes and. Uh, just had heaps of fun doing it with people. Gives us a bit of purpose to our training. Gives us a trip, you know, we can work towards and really puts us on a channel where we can set little goals and just have an absolute blast with it. So, yeah, one of our other, we invented, uh, in, interviewed Liam Wilkinson. And he went to 2018 in Hawaii, or was it 17? Max, do you remember? I don't know. We must have been remember. 2019. Might have been 19. Yeah, I think we were 2019 for Hawaii, 2018 for Gold Coast. Yeah. Right. Lee, who we, uh, who we put out, our podcast we put out last week, he, he was over in Hawaii at some stage too. He raved. Yeah, that's brilliant. I can't wait to go back there. But um, my multiple reasons, you know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I think something we're really uh, looking forward to as well next year, you know, being positive, aiming for a potential Australia trip, towards the latter half of next year is we've had a few of our co uh, clients and athletes that have families and the kids mm. can come along and do it. So it's like, you know, a win, win, win. Dad, mum and dad get to train for something and they can take the kids on this holiday and they get to do the kids race and hang out and have fun. And, you know, something we love to implement here as well with Alpha is, is we sort of got our minis, which is where they can get on course and just check it out and go and enjoy it. You know, who doesn't love Ninja Warrior now? I know I've been watching that latest season just going, 
hey, that's cool. And all the kids, uh, kids groups at the gym are like, oh, I want to send it like those guys and all the kids, so do I. <laughs> mm. So something we love about it is that everybody can come along and take part. Yes, yes. I know that one of the ones I did in Melbourne, there was thousands of kids. I have no idea how many. It just, it just <laughs> be thousands of them um, the day after. And they, they do put, Spartan does a good, put on a good show for the kids that's for sure yeah they do a really good even job. the one they did in ellerslie the year here it was not real good weather but they did put on a good show for them yeah no they certainly do they do well with that they've got and they do have a polished you know it's it's a polished event yes yep it certainly is it certainly is so and you also did one in melbourne did you say yeah we went over that was more for a um we yeah, Christmas break, we that Christmas one break there. for us. Um, did the sprint at the MCG. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. We were there at the same time then because I went across for that. Oh, awesome. Mm. No, I enjoyed that. I took my sister out on it. Um, so she hadn't done anything like this before and uh, yeah, had an absolute blast. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good event. Yeah, and I was going to go back again this year, but... <laughs> <laughs> or last year, actually. So. Okay. So for the, um, the tours, the event tours, is it just the Spartans you guys have been doing? Or have you been thinking or gone to like other endurance events as well? Um, yeah, we're trying to actually get to any that we can. So we, um, we'd originally planned, um, so we generally got to Wairua Warrior. So we've taken groups up there or tours up there for the last three years. Yeah, three. Three years. Um, and we were meant to go to Ultimate Athlete last for their first event, um, but with the date change, it just it just didn't work with our, um, yeah, just didn't work with all our planning, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we hope to get up and go and check out and yeah, bring the team up for one of those. Um, so yeah, we, we like to, I mean, we do, we really like to support other yeah, people. Um, yeah, we kind of, it's quite a small, um, I mean, it's still quite a small sport in New Zealand. Um, and we know how hard it is now from our point of view to actually do an event. So we're like, God, if we can keep more events going and bring people to them, then it can only benefit everybody. Um, and it's nice for our guys to do something where we're not the ones yelling at them. So, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Max yeah. and myself, we're both part of the NZOSA, the New Zealand Obstacle Sports Association, which we started in February this year to try and, improve or not improve but get get more um obstacle sport racing here because i'm from australia also oh, and yeah. there is you, you, there's a lot more over there and it's that's pretty tame compared to america or some of yeah. the other oh yeah yeah and i think when you see it on a larger scale and you see how accessible it is to everybody i think it changes the way that you view it too so i know that one of the biggest barriers we had um with our teams was going you don't have to be an elite athlete to do this. Um, so you see a lot of the marketing that goes out, and it's all these rich, you know, 19, 20-year-olds, and people are like, oh, my God, I can't do that. I'm not that good. So we're trying to create a culture with people that like, you don't actually have to be an Olympic athlete to do OCR. Like, you can go along and just have an absolute blast and, like, saying, micro goals and all of that. Um, so and I like think that is the growth of it. And like you said earlier, too, it is – it's not a team sport, but you go over as a, a group and that. And some of them is the best time you have. It's oh, like, absolutely. Mates I went with to Melbourne, we had a ball. And 
took yeah. our wives and then wandered around Melbourne as well after and we spent oh, four days exactly. there. And, uh, but it is, it's a, a real good group. And you don't have to be. No. Superhuman. No, um, yeah. Just good at burpees if you don't want to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what Spartan sort of did well with their open event where it's it's very relaxed and you can share out your burpees and yeah. that kind of thing. So I think it does encourage um you know a little less of a pressure in a cooker environment for people. Um so I'm hoping that you know. With what you guys are doing, which I think is fantastic, and just getting it out more, and um, more people will become involved, and you know, just see how, basically how much fun it is. And I think probably for me, after the year or well, two years we've had, we'll probably do with a little bit more fun in our lives. <laughs> so, um, and for you in Auckland, a little less of your house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did get out today, but uh, for work. But yes. Mm. Yeah, I think the competitive side of things, like the elite side of racing, like you were saying, it gets too much attention. Like it's easy to yeah. put that out in the media and the photos and the marketing, the you know the, the crazy fast athletes. Um, but but in reality, at, at a, an event, you know that's I don't know that that's like five percent of the people there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the huge majority is the everyday people and the weekend warriors and people having fun. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I think there's also a, a part of OCR where it's like, it is sort of a bit scary. Like, um, well, I mean, Alpha mm -hmm. Challenge, like your name, you know, you want to be be Alpha um, and like Spartan or Ultimate Athlete or Warrior, whatever or Warrior. It's like, there is something like sort of scary about these names. <laughs> we did, we debated, yeah, we went around a lot with yeah. the name of um, what to do. Um, yeah. I think that's part of the appeal of OCR is like you show up to an event and you feel like a badass. Get your hydration yeah. pack on and your compression yeah. socks and you're just ready to warrior alpha spartan it up. And <laughs> mm, yes, <laughs> exactly. And have fun. And yeah. I actually love to see like on the competitive side of things with the growth and potential of it maybe eventually ending up in the Olympics and that kind of thing, it'd be great to see a pathway through for youth. So you know, we're trying to encourage that. So I think it's quite a hard balance to find between encouraging that competitiveness, um, but balancing it with, you know, you don't have to be competitive while you're out there. So I do think it's it's a, a challenge, and we're really trying to find the balance ourselves. Um, but, you know, our focus is, uh, has generally been on the everyday athlete or everyday, you know, weekend warrior, um, just because we want to get people enjoying it in the way that we do. Um, yeah. And I have to admit, that's what the CEO of Spartan said when we were talking to him, that it's the, the uh, elite side is one that gets the publicity, they get the prize money and the big red trophies and all that sort of stuff, but they can't run events with elites. It's yeah. the open waves, and if, you're not, if you don't have kids coming through or grassroots, um, yeah. you get one or two events and then it, they either lose interest or what do you call it? So you've got to really focus on the grassroots side of things and and getting it into schools and that sort of stuff to um, to build the sport here. Um, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. We actually had last year, um, as probably one of the most, I completely choked up, but um, we had a group of um, special needs kids. So they come and train at the gym and um, 
Charlotte, who runs the program, she came to me and said, oh, look, could we run, could we do it? I was like, oh, God, hell yeah. And I tell you, watching these kids rip around um, and just giving it a go, and some of them were absolutely epic, hey? Like, yeah. it's like, well, you do monkey bars faster than half our elite people, <laughs> you know, and then others couldn't, you know, it was a real challenge to even yeah. you know, get around the course. But it, it, I think it was a moment for everybody that mm. saw them coming in that, you know, it's really emotional kind of, and it puts them in perspective, you go, Man, these guys just went out. They've got challenges that, you know, I don't face um, and gave it a go. Why the hell am I whinging about, you know, how heavy something might be or... Um, Mud on my socks. <laughs> exactly. So it was quite... And I like that inspirational side of it with, um, with things. And we just want to make it fully accessible. And I'd love to see it through all events that it did grow from for, for a wide, um, you know, wide, fast sort of... Bit of our population yeah yeah and that's one thing that we've been talking about in the osa is um is getting the adaptive side of stuff people yeah. getting that um and we've got some people who are interested in that but it's it's talking to you people like yourselves and other event organizers and getting because it's no use building their hopes up when the, there is no Absolutely. yeah you're the only one in new zealand that i know that has that um we brought it up with spartan we had a discussion with uh ultimate athlete about it as well uh but it's not on their radar just at the moment because it's yeah, yeah. too hard to 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 get an event off the ground without adding the extra burdens to it and, yeah. yeah but you're right as soon as you see them out there i know the one i went in the gold coast they had a whole heap of um from adults everybody in wheelchairs and and all that sort of stuff out there and they were having fun. Just amazing. Yeah. Hmm. It's quite inspiring at the you know Greg Swiper Warrior. Yeah. They have um David, I think his name is. Yeah, that's it. The wheelchair. Yeah. 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 He goes through the course every year and wow. it's a whole team who supports him and yeah, carries him through obstacles and um yeah. drags him like <laughs> through the course and he yeah. loves yeah. um yeah, no, it's, it's, it's he's really smiling cool. the whole way, and it's awesome, awesome to see. Yeah, I think uh, if anybody listening is keen, sort of reach out, and we'll see if we can put something together. You know, we've got yeah. we're flexible. A landowner's awesome. We can chop and change the course. You know, we want everybody out there experiencing it, and the more the merrier. So, on your, you've got really good participation numbers for this year. Yeah, we got we can run it, which is great. Um, yep. So and that's always I think the half the challenge. But I mean, we know it takes time to build something up, and obviously for us with challenges with COVID, um, you know, it's harder. But we we don't we're not expecting a thousand people mm. put it that way. Um, so we just want to really get it off the ground. But you know, we've got really good numbers. So so far, I'm really happy. Um, and I think you'll probably find that if, depending on what levels Auckland's at and the rest of the country it goes to, uh, there's people who are, are gun shy at the moment about signing up yeah. to events. Oh, absolutely. Um, but to build this Wanaka on a, um, maybe South Island in general, but Wanaka on a good day, people, it's the last week that people sign up for everything. And yeah. I'm completely guilty of it too. Like run an event and I'm like, please sign up early, please sign up early. And then I'm signing up late for everything. Um, so yeah, we know last year we had a huge rush in the last, it was the last two weeks that we sold pretty much all of our, oh, well, at least half our tickets, probably three quarters of our tickets, I think. Um, 
and half the people were saying, yeah, no, no, we're, we're definitely going to go in. So I knew they were coming, <laughs> but just that commitment thing was a bit. Um, so, so did you have any international, like from Australia, people from there coming across? Do you, you we did meet a few from Australia last year, um, which was great. I mean, not not many. Um, and to be fair, I didn't do a lot of marketing to Australia because um, yep. I, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd love to get more over. Um, and it's easy for, you know, Gold Coast, Sydney, Melbourne, oh, yeah. all these yeah. towns, it's such an easy hop for people. So we're really hoping to sort of expand our marketing to Aussie when we can actually um, fly back and forward. We can give you some great... Um, you know, great options with accommodation, all the way through yeah. to activities. You know, I kind of smile to myself sometimes when I look at the lake or the area and go, there isn't much you can't do in this area. You know, as you struggle to find a sport or an activity that you go from wingsuit flying right the way down to, you know, wine tasting. <laughs> so if I was looking at a weekend to go and hit up with the lads or hang out yeah. somewhere fun. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of boxes we can tick here to make a really cool weekend that would just be loads of fun. Hmm. And being in Wanaka, like, that's the huge draw card. Like, make a destination oh, yeah. event and people, yeah, people get from people from Australia or all around the country, just come down for the weekend or the week and, you know, do the race, but then do everything else in Wanaka as well. It's a lot of potential. Yeah. And it was another one of our um, drivers for starting it because we really, you know, really wanted to be able to um, give back to our um, our region. Um, so we've you known a lot of people in hospitality or, you know, accommodation, tourism, um, and they were really struggling when COVID hit last year. So we thought, God, if we can have an event that brings people in that uses their hotels or Airbnbs and um, eats at their restaurant, then, you know, we'd be really stoked to be able to do something that could help them as well. Excuse me. All right. Um, we ask a couple of questions towards the end. Uh, and the first one is really easy. Is there any questions we haven't asked you that you wished we should have asked you? Or comments you'd like to make that we haven't covered that uh, you'd like to explore? I think I'd just say if anyone's actually even slightly thinking about getting involved, Give it a whirl, like go to your local event and yeah. come down to ours, go to Ultimate Athlete, Spartan, whatever, um, give it a whirl. Um, and you don't have to be um, you don't have to be an Olympic athlete to do the sport. Just grab a bunch of friends and I mean we came pretty much last, I think, for in Hawaii with <laughs> yeah, our team we and we had the best time. So um I yeah, I just encourage everyone to give it a whirl. Okay. Max, you got any other questions you'd like to Throw their way. Mm, actually, I was thinking I should have asked that when we were talking about the you know, the OCRWC qualifier. I was thinking afterwards I want to bring up again that um because you were mentioning multiple obstacle attempts. So for people to complete one hundred percent obstacles, how many attempts do they get at the obstacles? You got two. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's going to be fascinating. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Well, I may or may not make it. I don't know what we're going to be doing at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So the other question we're going to ask everybody is, if you could have coffee with anyone in history, who would you like to have coffee? You can have one each. 
any person, dead or alive, and why? That's deep. Yeah. I wish you a couple of seconds on this one. <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, I'm a bit of a stoic philosophy fan, so I'm going to put Marcus Aurelius out there. Mm. I do like the simplicity of uh, focusing on what we can control and what we can't and realizing that's the only thing we've really got to, uh, you know, if you want to live with eudaimonia, then that's quite sort of one of my favorites. I think sitting down with one of those wise old heads that goes, you know, says three sentences and you're like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't I don't know who I would. Um, for the way, it sounds terrible, but I would actually like to sit down with someone like Hitler or Stalin to try and work out how the hell your brain could get around things so destructive to society and how you can't find the good in humanity, like how you can be so just horrible. I would like to... Which sounds like a really stupid thing to do, but it's just on. Put me on the spot here. Um, but yeah, just to understand, yeah, the thought process around doing something so horrific, um, and the hope that I could potentially change his mind. So. Okay. All right. Um, so, where can our listeners find you? You're on Instagram and Facebook and everything. I take it. We are Instagram, Facebook, uh, website. Um, and just or just give us a call. Like we're we're happy to talk. OCR anytime. <laughs> anytime. Oh, we'll put the links in our uh, our show notes at the end. Awesome! Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. No, that was brilliant. No, thank you for having us. Great on. to hang out. Thanks for having us. <laughs>